everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is Season 2, Episode 11, The One with the Lesbian Wedding. You know, it's funny is when we were just doing that intro, I you were about to say Ashley and I was anticipating you saying Ashley, but as soon as you said it, I was like, why'd she say my name? <laughs> this but is... then I remembered, oh, right, right, right. My name is Renee, right? Okay, That's got right. it. Got it, got it. Cool, your cool, cool, hosts cool, 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 cool. morphing into the same human. <laughs> right Since 1999. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Um, oh, you can, the one with the lesbian wedding. You can try it out if you want to use my name. I'm sure I have before. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> Regina Falange situation. Signed me up for brochures. That did happen. I once, mean, that was intentional. It's happened a couple times. <laughs> Some science brochures. Um, yeah, I just light science brochures. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this is the one with the lesbian wedding. Um, it opens up with Ross giving baby Ben back over to Carol and Susan. So you assume that he has babysat Ben for the weekend. And they're like, oh, how was he? And he's like, there was a projectile throwing up incident, but he started it. And then they're about to leave. And then Carol says, oh, yeah, by the way, Susan and I are getting married. And you're invited. We understand if you don't want to come, but you're welcome to come. And he gets very weird as per usual why wouldn't i it's time to to we should be celebrating and reveling and i'm reveling baby yeah so he's taken aback um Mm -hmm. by the fact that his ex-wife how long has it been i guess they got divorced over a year yeah they got divorced when carol like found out she was pregnant that was like what six weeks or something and Ben's yeah, like, at least. yeah, it's been a, re- but I guess she had been with Susan for a long time during the, the marriage. So it's not like, so she and Susan have probably been together for longer than a year. At least two years. We'll say yeah. at least two years. Okay. Um, yeah. So he gets all weird about it. That's that. And then, um, Monica gets to do the catering. So she gets off the phone and she's like, oh, their caterer had a mountain bike accident and is in a full body cast. So I get to do the catering. And they're like, okay, exciting. But then obviously like Ross isn't totally okay with it because he's really unhappy. Everyone's kind of giving a hard time. And he's like, if she was marrying Mm -hmm. a guy, you guys would understand and you wouldn't be making... Which is true. It is true, actually. They wouldn't be like come on, get over it. Be happy for her if she was marrying another guy or had cheated on him with a guy and then was marrying a guy. So that's not what's happening. And so it is kind of like, Ross, get over yourself. This isn't about you. It's... Yeah. It is, like... Yeah, I see both sides of it. Because in one way, it's not like she was just like, screw you, Ross, I'm going off with somebody else. It was like, this is something I've known about myself and am now just allowing myself to feel. And it doesn't change that I did love you, but not that way, I guess. Right. Like, And I can't ever, like, we can't ever be together if I'm going to be true to myself. So I think it is different in a way. But if you just think, like, my ex is getting married, would I want to go? Usually the answer is no. Yeah. So, And I guess, like, it still doesn't negate Ross's heartbreak. Like, Totally. Yes, it is. Just because her reasons weren't necessarily, like, vindictive. Yeah, just because um, it was valid, it doesn't mean that he's still not heartbroken. Right. 
So I do get it. It's a hard one. Mm. Um, I'm not sure what order to do the plot in because there's like a few different things going on. I guess the easiest one we can talk about first is Joey because that kind of is off mm-hmm. on its own. So as you'll remember from the last from last week's episode, um, Joey got a job on Days of Our Lives. Duel. <laughs> Duel. Um, he initially went in for like the role of taxi driver, but the casting lady wanted to sleep with him to give him the role. He said no. She offered him a bigger role. And he said, okay. And so he's now Dr. Drake Ramore, neurosurgeon. And so this is his first episode. And so they're like, I can't believe I'm watching Joey on Days of Our Lives. And um, and he's and they're like, oh, wow, she's pretty. And Joey's like, yeah, she's so nice. She taught me about smell the fart acting. And he's like, you know, if you've got a big line and you can't remember it, you just stop and look all intense and so then he does it and they're like for a second I thought you were smelling something it's so funny so it is so funny but that's such a soap opera thing they like pause awkwardly all the time do they I've never really watched soap operas oh they could probably finish soap operas in like 20 minutes instead they're an hour because there's so much like staring back and forth and like slow pan zoom in and like pausing in there yeah it's just overly dramatic um, are soap operas still around present day? Like, are they still on TV? Yeah. Yeah. My mom still watches uh, The Young and the Restless. I feel like soap operas are such a... Uh, I guess I was thinking that they were, like, of a specific time. Mm-hmm. Because they do seem like such a specific type of acting. And it's, like, the ridiculous, dramatic scenarios mm-hmm. that, like, are completely unrealistic. But... But I guess they're still on, so they're still appealing to people, and they're mm-hmm. they're still around. Yeah, and I think now soap operas just look different. Like, I think Gossip Girl was a soap opera. I think The O.C. was a soap opera. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, they're just not the style of midday, like, old school soap operas. Yeah. I wonder if the soap operas are going to, like start to get canceled as the as the population that watches them ages out I think they will but I still think they've got a long time because I think a lot of people in our parents generation still watch them yeah and, and they've got a lot they got a long time they got a long time they're gonna be re- only gonna be retiring more and more which means uh-huh even more time an uptick in the ratings numbers. yeah exactly yep but yeah I don't think many people from our generation watch them so eventually I think they will peter out however they are very cheap to make are they? So, yeah, I think just because the acting's not that good and they have an easy time slot with lots of um, ads. ads. Yeah. And um, it's, like, always the same sets. Yeah, okay. I was going to say there's probably – it's, like, cheap sets, lots of ads. I guess you're right, not a competitive mm-hmm. time slot. But I suppose, like, they really only have one or two, like, not even big names, but, like, stars on each – Mm-hmm. on each cast and so they probably only have like one or two highly paid actors and the rest are probably right like and they're cheap. only famous for doing those soap operas right um mm-hmm. but like some people get their start in soap operas like kelly ripa did got her she start. her and her husband were both on a soap opera and that's where they met and that's where they both like 
I think it's a good way to get into show business and then quickly segue out because you don't want to be one of the lead cast members of a soap opera. Did she start acting after that or did she immediately go to talk show? I don't know the answer to that. I don't either. The only person I know of, well, that's like really, well, Lisa Rinna from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was right. was Billy or something, I think, on one of the Young and the Restless maybe or something. But like, oh. and then I don't, I don't know. I think she's done like some acting out of that, but. Um, she's on Veronica Mars. Was she? Mm-hmm. Who, was she the mom? She was one of the character's moms. How funny. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. I really like She's her. Logan Eccles' mom I, for anyone who watches Veronica Mars. I really like Lisa Renna. I think she's hilarious. I, yeah. Anyway. She's got a lot of plastic surgery. Yeah. Her lips are too much, but she knows she it. She scares me a little. She knows it and she loves it. She's um, been trying okay. out different wigs because her like mom hair is uh, so iconic. And so she's been trying out uh-huh. different styles. And she actually looks amazing with different hair. So I think, Renna, get rid of the mom one and just. Yeah. The like. Spiky. Uh, it's like. It's go. very spiky. It's super spiky. highlighted. Chunky. Yeah. <laughs> Flat ironed with like a gallon of hairspray every time. Yeah. I think she looks better. So it just with does this natural. like one thing. Yeah. With like a more like beach wave hairstyle looks good in her. Anyway, this isn't about Lisa Renna. But yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. So soap operas are still happening. But you're right. Like Saved by the Bell was like a teen. Although it wasn't, it was, it was, it was like a comedy. Feel good jo- yeah. There was a show when we were younger. I think it was called 17. Do you remember uh. that? Uh-uh. Okay, there was a TV show when it was like around the Saved by the Bell era, and it was either mm-hmm. called Seventeen or Beach House. I cannot remember, but it was or some, one of the two, and it was like set okay. on the beach, and it was like this guy and his wife um, ran this beach club, but then they also like um, adopted all of these orphans, and so all the people that were like living in this house weren't they were like family, but they weren't really related. And so mm-hmm. then there was, like, drama ensued, of course, because it was, like, some of them hooked up or one of them, like, ran away from home oh. or, like, there was, like, arguing with the parents and um, all that kind of stuff. And I feel like I remember watching it and thinking, this is a soap opera targeted to tweens. Mm-hmm. But, and because, yeah, it felt different than, like, the laugh track comedies of Saved by the Bell right. and that kind of stuff. Well, I think any drama that has unrealistic circumstances – Constantly, I would categorize as a soap opera. I know, sure I know, I already said Gossip Girl, but a big call. I just feel like when it's like constantly unrealistic circumstances, what that's would you more soap opera. Qualify as unrealistic circumstances. Well, I keep thinking of Gossip Girl because I just finished rewatching it. But like you know, they find out that their cousin isn't really their cousin; it's actually their half sister because their dad cheated on their mom, and like. The other dad fake dies for two years and then comes back to life because someone was trying to kill him Isn't because he had an OC? oil deal in the Sudan. No, that's not the OC. That's Gossip Girl. Oh. Um, I don't remember all the drama that happened in the OC, but it was also pretty unrealistic. Couldn't you say that like New Girl is pretty unrealistic? But it's a comedy. But it has unrealistic circumstances, so maybe it's... I said I need... I was saying dramas. Ah, uh, okay. 
And I don't think, like, new girls' unrealistic circumstances are the same as friends. Like, oh, how do they afford this rent when none of them work ever? And, like, you know. Yeah. Favor is given to, to TV plot lines. Things just work out or don't work out just in the right way. But I feel like when it's like, okay, this doesn't happen to anybody. Okay. Like, what do you think about new girl that's unrealistic? Well, just there's a lot. Like, the, yeah, but like, how do they afford this rent? Or like, well, but not that. that. I party? mean, like, or like, how how did how did they get a book deal? You know what I mean? Or like, nobody's principal right. is actually like acts like that or whatever. Right. Well, I guess you've never watched a soap opera, but it's always like people are always related when they're not supposed to be related, and like, someone always slept with somebody that you didn't realize slept with them. Or, like, dies and comes back to life. Or, right. like, that kind of, like, beyond unrealistic. Like, this just doesn't, I don't it's know. It's not just Beyond, fresh. like, okay. TV magic. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like, yeah. When you're, like, your, like, boyfriend's stepdad is actually your real dad. And, like, he married your mom when she was in a coma. Or, like, there's always comas involved. There's always, like, death and coming back to life involved. I don't know. Sounds like a great genre. It's great. Dr. Drake or Moray. Sounds like sci-fi. So Harry Potter is a <laughs> soap opera. <laughs> soap opera. Um, okay. So, so yeah. All right. Well, back to this episode. Um, I think next we can talk about Rachel and her thread in this. Um, so Rachel is at the coffee shop, and she's kind of freaking out. And they're like, oh, you're so uptight because your mom's coming. And she's like, well, you know, like, I haven't really talked to my mom much since the wedding, and I'm just nervous and whatever. And so her mom comes in and is so sweet and supportive and is like, look at mm-hmm. Rachel in the apron with the big job. And she's like, I never worked. I went straight from the sorority house, from, from your fa- my father's house to the sorority house to my husband's house, um, which I was talking to a friend the other day, um, and she she was like, I've never lived on my own. I mean, she's had jobs, but she's like, I never lived on my own. I, I, I literally moved straight out of the dorm into my married household. I was like, damn. Mm. I wonder how common that is. Probably less these days, but before are very. Yeah, you'd think less these days. Um, and so then, so her mom's being really sweet and they're having fun, which is cute. But then she drops it on her that she wants to get divorced. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. I want this. Or, you know, and she's like, you mean you want this for me? And she's like, well. And so she drops it on her that she wants to get divorced. Um, I love when Rachel's like, when they're like, did you know that they were having problems? And she's like, no, they never argued. I mean, they never even talked. How did I know they weren't getting along? <laughs> And everyone's like, oh, gosh. Um, well, when Rachel's mom shows up, do you hear the audience kind of, like, go wild for yeah, her? Yeah, yeah, And I knew she was famous only because of, like, that and because she's on, like, a St. Jude's Children's commercial. Oh, yeah. Which I assumed it was more than her just being Rachel's mom right. in five episodes of Friends. Um, so I looked up on IMDb, and she was the lead uh, girl on a TV show called That Girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's that girl. She's that girl. Oh, you've never seen that girl? Uh Uh-uh. Never even heard of it. So it was kind of like a Mary Tyler Moore style. Okay. Um... Yeah, that's funny. I used to watch that. I think instead of watching soap operas, I watched a lot of, like, Nick at Night 
and TV land yeah. as a kid. I was always yeah. watching it because I used to watch Taxi and mm-hmm. Mr. Welcome Back, Mr. Cotter. No, that what are you talking stuff? about? The Young and the Restless is totally appropriate for an 11-year-old. <laughs> no, I used to sneak watch Days of Our Lives before my mom came home. Oh, funny. Because um, it's not appropriate. <laughs> what do you mean with all the amnesia and the sleeping together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's totally normal. Um, yeah, I used to watch that girl. So, yeah, so it's Mary Tyler Moore-esque. I think it was back in the 70s, and it was about a girl who, um, like, forged out on her own – in the city, I don't remember which city, I'm probably getting all the facts wrong, but she like, it was basically like back in the day when women didn't live alone and have jobs, and she did, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure, and she was like making it and was like, yeah, she was like the it girl, I think. I don't fully remember. She was that girl. Was it Mary Tyler Moore or was it that girl where in the intro, like theme intro, she throws her hat up in the air? That's Mary Tyler Moore. Okay. Well. I said Demi Moore. <laughs> That's. Mary Tyler, Dudley Moore. Um, yeah, so that, so yeah, so she's, okay, I do recognize that. But that would have been on in the 70s, I think. This is only like the mid-90s. I just am surprised. And I think she was like in her 20s or 30s. In that show, You know, she okay. was like the young star of that have, girl, and now she's Rachel's mom. She must have done something since Oh, girl. I'm sure she did. That okay. was just the like that was her main thing break. I found. Yeah. Okay, that makes um, sense. But I think that's what really, like, catapulted her oh, into cool. the spotlight and why people would recognize her as right. Rachel's okay. mom. Yeah, that's funny because um, because we do we do always, like, see these characters that everybody, like, goes wild for and we're like, sorry, who? When there's a couple more of like, that. Like, even, like, yeah, like, Isabella Rossellini. I'm like, I don't know who she is. No, and they did say you it sounds either. like some, some Elvis movies, but I don't know uh, Isabella Rossellini. Elvis movies? Yeah, because they like, Blue Hawaii and... Yeah, like she's almost like yeah. a Bond girl, but in like Elvis movies. Oh. That's what it sounds like. Interesting. Anyway, there's a couple more of those names that come up this episode that we'll talk about, and I have no idea who these people are. Um, but so so they're sitting on the couch, and they're like, um, oh, aren't, aren't you kind of like flattered? And she's like, couldn't she have just copied my haircut? And everybody like cracks <laughs> up. And I was like, okay, that's probably because the Rachel. The Rachel. Was already like a super popular haircut. And so they kind of wrote Sweeping that America. Them. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yes, laughs all around. Um, and so then like they're hanging out in the apartment later. And we'll get to, and Monica's like acting all crazed and we can get to that. Um, and they're just kind of having fun. And she's like, oh, this is so fun. Just the girls. And <laughs> and then she's like, um, does anybody have any marijuana? <laughs> and they're like, oh my God. Says every single letter. Yeah. Marijuana. Marijuana. She's like, my mom just asked if we had pot. And then she's like, okay, never mind, never mind. So what's new in sex? <laughs> And they're like, oh, my God. And so I think it's so funny. But, like, um, yeah, she's kind of just trying to, like, almost steamroll past the the big news she just dropped on Rachel that she's getting mm-hmm. divorced. And she's like, what? Like, we're pals now. Let's talk, like, girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And Rachel, very fairly, is like, what on earth are you talking about? You know, why would you think I'd be happy for you or, like, would understand? Mm-hmm. And she's like, you didn't marry your Barry, but I married mine. Which mm-hmm. is like, oh, man. Yeah, but even if 
I could sympathize there, but I still don't think I could have a conversation with my mom about what's new in sex. Oh, definitely not. But Absolutely not. Pass. No, I could not. Pass. <laughs> Hard pass on that one. I said pass. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so that's kind of, that's an interesting um, perspective to put it into from her mom. So that's what's yeah. going on. Um, oh, and then the mom does join for the wedding later and is getting hit on by women, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, I think I think that's the Rachel and Rachel's mom um, storyline. Is there yeah, anything else? Yeah, pretty much. There? No, not really. Okay. We just have Phoebe left. Yeah, well, we have Phoebe. Which is like the weaved wedding. through. Yeah. Well, right. So, so Phoebe's one is. Um, she's like they open the door and she's standing outside in the hall acting all weird and so we get phoebe gets we're getting a little weird again with phoebe but she's like oh i had this client on my massage she died on my massage table and they're like oh man phoebe we're so sorry and she's like well i was cleansing her aura when it happened and i feel like her spirit went into me and so so then throughout the episode she does the nasally Mrs. Edelman voice which um, I love. Do you? Yeah. Oh, uh, I find it I really annoying. Oh, I think it's cute. Uh, I think that Lisa Kudrow did a great job of it being the two people and like being quirky but funny, but I yeah, I get annoyed with that. But that's okay. But um, I also kind of like a a little bit of a you dirty do Long like Island a Janice. Accent. You like a good yeah. Janice. I, oh. It's endearing to me for some reason, and I don't know why. My cousin's girlfriend is from Long Island, and she has the best accent I've ever heard. I was going to say. Listening to her and her friends talk was like watching five Janices. It was amazing. I, I was going to say maybe it's because you've got family from that area, and so it's like. Oh, maybe. It could be. And so it's, it's endearing to you in that way. Yeah, because my grandparents nice. still did have pretty – pretty serious New York accents. They weren't quite as, like, nasally, and it had, like, faded a bit over time. But, mm. yeah, so that's probably why I like it. That's cute. It's because you and Denise yeah. DeMarco are besties. <laughs> Me and Denise DeMarco. Oh, we would have been Denise friends for sure. DeMarco. Um, yeah. I feel like we went to school with a Denise DeMarco. Do we not? Definitely not, but that's okay. We, no? okay. I, I do kind of feel like when we look back at high school and middle school, a lot of the people we knew, like, they all have, they could be, like, high school movie character names, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. which bums me that we can't say them because they're such good character names, but, you know, legal privacy and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so. Ashley constantly worried we're going to get sued. I mean, maybe I should stop talking into an existence. I'm just trying to be careful. But yeah, so um, so Phoebe's got the nasally Miss Edelman voice. And then she's like, she's like, I know who you remind me of, Evelyn Dermer. But before the botched face job, and she started looking like soupy sales. Mm-hmm. Um, so Evelyn Dermer, soupy sales, ringing any bells? Oh. I figured El- Evelyn Dermer was like her friend. That's what I thought. I never thought. even thought that she might be famous. So I thought that she was just a friend, but then um, but then when somebody goes, who's Evelyn Dermer? And she's like, I don't know, who's Soupy Sales? And I Googled it, and Soupy Sales is um, like an Ameri- American comedian and like yeah. jazz poet, I think it said, which uh-huh. don't have, what is that, like yeah. a, I think Be- it's like a slam poet. Like a beatnik? Oh, maybe he was a beatnik. 
don't they? Jazz, jazz poet. Doesn't Soupy Sales come up again? I don't think so. Oh, what's the one when they're like, oh, Carol, who's this? Be- it's you and Susan with Soupy. No, that's with Huey Lewis. Uh, Huey Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> and the news. And the news. That's He's not our, a jazz poet. That's our friend Tanya. Okay. Um, right. So Soupy Sales is just some like comedian. Evelyn Dermer, I found she was harder to find. Um, mm-hmm. But they pretty much all I can find about her is that she's mentioned a lot um, as in like Friends trivia. Oh. So maybe that's not a real person. Okay. Is that what we're thinking? Because I figured, like, the way Soupy Sales, the way he says Soupy Sales, it's like, oh, yeah, that's my friend, but she looked like, before she got the bad facelift, now she looks like Soupy Sales. But I don't know. I think you're right. I think Evelyn Dermer might have just been a friend, and Soupy Sales yeah. is the... A jazz... A jazz poet. poet. Clearly. <laughs> a jazz poet. Yeah, okay. So Profession, jazz poet. Jazz poet. Um... Right, and so then, um, well, then what happens? Oh, yeah, so then she invites um, Rose Edelman's husband to come talk, and she's like, is there, you know, she's got unfinished business. Is there anything that I can do? And he's like, oh, she said that before she died, she wanted to see everything. She's like, that's a lot. And then she goes, oh, he goes, oh, there's one more thing. She said she wanted to sleep with me one last time. (laughs) And baby's like, there's laughing in my head, which I thought was creepy but cute. Yeah, it is funny. I mean, can't blame a guy for trying. Yeah, he does say that, I think. And right, so Phoebe is like, oh, I've gone all over the city. She does all the like New York touristy stuff, like Times Square, Statue of Liberty, Empire State Building. Which, do you know what? I've never mm. been to the Empire State Building, I've never been to the Statue of Liberty. Have you? I have not been to the Empire State Building. Um, but I have been to the Statue of Liberty. But I only went, when we lived in New York for that month, I went to the Statue of Liberty. Because I never made time for it before. Yeah, so that's right. you're there right. for like three or four days, you're like, eh, I don't really have time. Yeah. But it is really cool. Did you um, go up it? If you do, yeah. If you do decide to go to the Statue of Liberty, because none of it's very expensive. I think all the tickets are like under 30 bucks. And you get the ferry out there to Ellis Island, and you get to go to the Statue of Liberty. And we did the, like, crown tour, so you could, like, go all the way up into her crown. Oh, cool. And they only do a limited number of those a day because it's, like, very small. Okay. Um, I actually think the Statue of Liberty is, like, comically small for it being such a monument. Yeah. Um, Like, you put it next to the Eiffel Tower, and it's, like, a quarter of the size, maybe. Right. Um. Like when you fly into New York, you're like, oh, look at that little dot on that island. Oh, that's the Statue of Liberty. Did you know that? Apparent- like compared to all the skyscrapers. Apparently France made a bunch of those and like gave them out to a lot of people. No. <laughs> that's what I heard. And we're like, no, this is the one of a kind. Yeah. Like apparently that. But where are they? Well, I don't know. Uh, Should I look that up? Uh, the truth about uh, the Statue of Liberty. I'm sure there's yeah. a great S- conspiracy theory about that. Yeah. Or a Snopes site. Okay. I'll look it up because it could have just been Ben telling me that to pull my leg. <laughs> ben. He does like to do that. Ben didn't go to America. He doesn't know. <laughs> um, you know, I, I've seen it from a distance, but I've never gone into it. So when you go to Ellis Island, can you like look around there too? 
Yeah. Ellis Island is kind of more just like a, um, it almost looks more like a train terminal or like a cruise port. Yeah. You know, like a big open room. But they have like cool history stuff everywhere. Yeah. Um, and you can do like the uh, audio tour, which is really oh. cool. Do you have to pay just lots of history? To yeah. Do like the Find My Family? Uh, I think so. And I don't think you can do that like while you're there because I don't know how they would have time gonna, like, to do flip all that. through the book, right? Yeah. Um, but there are, I did try to look up, my grandfather came in through Ellis Island and I tried to find his name online, but yeah. it was a little bit hard. Um, same, because my family came in through Ellis Island as well, I believe. And um, mm-hmm. I found them on the census, but I couldn't. Yeah. I think you have to like pay money and like, I don't know, hire a private investigator. I don't know. <laughs> right. It sounds about right. That sounds about right. You have to like find all the other Statues of Liberty first. <laughs> it's it's like a national treasure situation. <laughs> Nicolas Cage shows up halfway through. Yeah. It's, Nick Cage is, is here. Nick Cage There's, is here. This is like the Constitution off has topic. our grandparents' but, names written <laughs> on the back. <laughs> because you've already brought up New Girl in this episode. There's this episode of New Girl where Winston is trying to become a cop and yeah. they're doing like an at-home interview with all like with his like supervisor or whatever to make sure he's normal and they think that they have a big <laughs> bag of meth. So they're trying to like get rid of it and they make up that Winston like does an after-school program with an at-risk kid. Um and they can't find a kid, so coach is like trying to find a kid to like come back to the apartment to be his like big his, brother, yeah. little brother thing. And he gets this guy who his uh, first language is not English. And he's like, <laughs> Mr. Winston, he take me from no hope to hope. He tells me I could be whatever I want to be. I could be presidents or statues of liberty, <laughs> but plural. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it makes me think of. What are you saying? There are multiple statues of liberty. It could be statues of liberty. Oh, I was hoping Nick Cage was going to have a cameo in that story. Oh, no. I don't think Nick Cage is in any episodes of New Girl, but Yet. I could be wrong. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Yeah. It has been off the air for a couple years, but there has is it? there is a chance. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Guys, this is how Ashley finds everything out that's happening don't in the move real to world. New Zealand. Nothing makes it down here. I don't even know. <sighs> this is sad. Alright, so I guess I won't tell you how it ends then. No, Ooh. I didn't even realize. It. Okay, I'll. Do you know, like, literally now, the only time I watch New Girls when I'm on planes, because there's always episodes of New Girl on the plane. Aw, that's good. Well, anyway, all right. Well, that's going to be the rest of my Saturday. Sorry to break it to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm, I hope that. It's okay. I think the cast have all gone and done other things, and hopefully they're thriving. Mm-hmm. So hopefully. Anyway, so she goes. Um, Phoebe takes Mrs. Edelman, Rose Edelman, to all the hot spots, and then she's mm-hmm. like, "Nope, I guess she still hasn't seen anything." And so um, they get to Susan and Carol's wedding, and um, they walk down the aisle, and which we'll get more to because I know we've kind of glossed over that, but we'll get to that at the end. Um, and Phoebe goes, "What does she say?" Two women getting married? Now I've seen everything. Now I've seen everything. And then Mrs. Edelman's spirit leaves her body. Um, And so that's fine. And then I love at the end when she's standing there talking to Chandler. And she's like, you know, in a weird way, I just really miss Rose. And I know she's gone and I should be happy, but I kind of miss her. And this woman comes up and is like, you know, I couldn't help but overhearing you. And I... (laughs) 
I think you need to forget about Rose and move on. Why don't we get you a drink? And obviously, because, like, apparently... Um, She's hitting on her. Yeah, well, because I was going to say, because apparently Carol and Susan only know lesbians because the entire right. rest of the wedding is lesbian women. And so... And so, um, yeah, she's she's hitting on Phoebe, and Phoebe has no ideas, and she's like, oh, thank you. That's so nice. So nice. <laughs> I know. That's one of my favorite moments because it's so good. The way she's talking about the old lady Rose. going, yeah. like, you you know exactly what she means. Like, she's like, oh, it was like there was someone with me. Like, it was really nice, and I miss her. But someone who didn't know what she was talking about, like. Yeah. I mean, it just makes complete sense. It's so funny. It's so funny. And sweet little naive really, Phoebe in that moment. Really good writing. Yes, great job. That one is funny. Um, okay, and so now we should talk about the wedding. Yeah. And that whole thing. So we should. We First should. thing I want to ask. Okay. Do you think Carol's dress looks kind of like Monica's bridesmaids dresses? Yeah, they're that same like beigey. Um, floral lace pattern. overlay yeah if you because um look like they should be curtains and not dresses because in Monica's events. wedding they were like beigey creamy and green right like they're quite mm-hmm. similar and they're yeah. fitted in the same way I can't remember exactly but I kind of feel like Carol and Susan had giant hats on almost they like, did okay. they did almost like a fascinator well, the cuts the cuts were very different on the dresses yeah definitely um and Susan and Carol's dresses are different. And Susan has like a riding jacket on. Actually, you know what Susan looks like? Susan looks like she's an extra in Downton Abbey. Right. Um, with the hat. The hat is very like English 1920s. It is. And I mean, it doesn't um, help that she does have big curly like red hair, which is yeah. what everybody in England had at the same time too. Cheers, Govna. Well, I guess we'll have to kind of step back though because that's the dresses are at the end. But so like... You know, yeah. they're going to get married, and Monica is going to cater their wedding. Um, and I was mm-hmm. thinking, this is is this the first time in the series that Monica goes into that, like, freak-out, controlling, over-the-top mode? Has she done that before? They talk about it when yeah. they're playing poker. Yeah. They talk um, about it, and they talk about Monica being, like, a control freak and over-the-top. And don't they talk about Monica like, you don't pay your bills this month because you're a kook. Because you're a kook, yeah. That's earlier. They talk about yeah. it, but I'm saying, is this the first time we actually see mm. it in Maybe. action? I think Maybe. so. I feel like it. I Where she's like, chop, 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 rap, rap, rap. Yeah, like, yeah. barking orders yeah, at everybody. Like, sir, yes, Please. Sir. Like, she, like, apologizes later. I think it's, um, yeah, I think it's because then she's like, hey, because um, Rachel and her mom are sitting there on the couch. And she's like, um, hey, guys, mm-hmm. remember earlier when I said I didn't need your help? And she's like, yeah, you mean when you told us put that down and get the hell out of my kitchen? And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't remember yeah. saying that. Weird. Um, yeah. So she, I feel like this is the first time she's going manic. Um, and she's like, I planned on the plan to plan. I just didn't plan enough time. And so she makes everybody her little mm-hmm. happy helpers. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really funny. And then um, Carol comes in and she's like, how's it going? And she's like, well, that's great. And Ross, you know, is attuned to Carol's every mood. And is like, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. And Carol says, um, Carol says that they got in a fight because she's like, my parents aren't coming to the wedding. And um, Susan and, I, you know, I said, well, maybe we should call it off if my parents aren't coming. And Susan said, it's for us, not for them. So maybe we should call it off. 
and um and then ross steps up and is like a great guy about it and it's like come on you know if mm-hmm. if adelaide and whatever his name is you know soupy sales i think soupy sales and and <laughs> evelyn dermer don't know can't can't appreciate that then you know screw them and this is about you and susan and if you're if my parents didn't approve i would have married you anyway and like yeah all this, which is like, so sweet so sweet to be like call the wedding back on don't let this split you up you guys are in love you know and it was really mm-hmm. selfless and that is selfless mm-hmm. for once not for once he is selfless rachel's well, a selfish one um, maybe he i mean he yeah he's annoying and he inserts himself but i do think yeah i think ross just usually tends to make things about him yeah I mean, I guess everybody does, but... but when a push comes to shove, I feel like he wants the person yeah. to be happy more than he wants them. Yeah. More than he's selfish. But anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, so he's really, really nice. Sweet. And so then but when she goes, the wedding's off, and Monica goes, you're still going to pay me, right? She's like, oh, gosh. Or something No, no selfish. cooth. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, when Monica gets into that, because normally she's so put together, and so when she gets into that mode, I just find it so funny. Um, mm-hmm. Like but, when... Rachel, when they go to uh, the museum and look at the wedding space and put their name on the list, and Monica comes down to, Ra- or to Phoebe and she's like, oh, you just said, oh, put your name on the list. What harm could it do? And Phoebe's like, Rachel said that. She goes, well, Rachel's not here. And she, yeah. like, runs out. <laughs> or um, when when the, the lottery tickets go all on the street and they're like, what's more important, friends or money? And everyone goes, friends. And she money. Goes, money. <laughs> Friends. Oh, I mean, friends. <laughs> Just like when she shines. Oh, it's so, so good. Funny. I know. Okay. So, right. So she's like, chop, 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 peel, peel, peel. And they're, you know, all the little stuff, whatever. And then, so Carol and Susan's wedding's still on. And they have it. And I guess that's the end. <laughs> no, they get married. And that's where, like, um, Mrs. Edelman leaves Phoebe and, mm-hmm. um, Rachel's mom is getting hit on by women and Joey and Chandler are being a little bit annoying because they're like oh, oh, all these women oh, it's pointless and it's like yes god forbid women exist in the world without you being able to sleep with them and hit on them yeah seriously quite, I know it's really a little annoying. annoying but I yeah so I have some fun facts about this scene I would love to hear them okay buckle up everybody they're real fun um <laughs> Well, one thing, I don't know if this is a fact as much as a question wrapped up with some fact involved, is that... It's fun already, I Renee. don't... <laughs> same-sex marriage wasn't legal in New York until 2011. Yeah. Um, so this was a couple years before that. So I don't know if they were just getting, like... A civil union. Civil partnership. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more of the ceremony than the legality. It doesn't really matter, but I just... I was like, oh, maybe it was legal in New York way before I thought, but I just wasn't sure. No, I was kind of assuming it was civil unions, and that's why everybody was so, like, like acting weird about the fact that they were getting married in the first place is because it was, like, not the dumb yeah. thing, I guess. Maybe. Um, and so and when I listened to that uh, I'll Be There For You Friends book, where most of my friends' trivia now comes from, um, they were saying how a lot of people, so the network didn't allow them to kiss. And I don't, I didn't notice it until I watched it after listening to the book. Yeah. But they don't kiss. They get oh. married and they don't kiss at the end because the network uh, wouldn't allow them to show it. Wow. 
And in some networks are like not networks, but like um, local affiliates, I guess. Yeah. Certain markets. They banned the scene, the whole scene of the wedding. Like the whole like them walking down the aisle You're and getting kidding. married. Mm-mm. It was 1994. I mean, but what's interesting is that they got like a ton of um, it actually gave them a lot of like really good press that people were banning it and it was one of the highest ranked episodes and it ended up winning a bunch of being a uh nominated for like a bunch of awards and stuff for like the writing and all that stuff it got a lot of recognition wow so it, yeah that, so it's kind of interesting okay so this episode came out in 96 not 94 okay um well still i was i was wondering that because i was just looking up what um year ellen came out oh um when was that that was in 97 Okay. Yeah, it was very not mainstream at this point. No, very not mainstream. I was just listening, and I can't remember what podcast it was, but I was listening to something about um, about Ellen's coming out and about how, like, she had she had come out in her personal life, um, well, mm-hmm. publicly. She had come out to Oprah, and then um, her her sorry, what do you call it? Um, character in her sitcom came oh, yeah. out on the show to Oprah mm-hmm. and was like this oh. massive thing and torpedoed the show, torpedoed her career. Um, you mean torpedoed in a bad way? Yeah. They were like for a few oh. years, Ellen couldn't get any work. Like nobody wanted to work mm-hmm. with her and everybody was like coming out saying, well, not coming out, but everybody was like coming out against her and kind of saying like mm. that it was a political thing and she shouldn't have done it and blah 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 blah. Like, um, mm. so it was still very. I mean, I think some, and then I guess a lot of other people who were closeted were kind of like sitting there holding their breath, waiting to see how Hollywood reacted because um, mm-hmm. Ellen was like the, you know, she was like the like. It poster com- child yeah the it comedian of the time oh yeah and so it was kind mm-hmm. of like she was you know like this like america's sweetheart like comedian person like let's see you know is she going to be accepted and she wasn't but that was a year later so that's really um interesting so i can't believe that that um some of them banned the whole scene mm-hmm. so they yeah, just they, like, ended the episode, episode or- early i'm not, not totally sure or if they just talked about it and then played the reception part because there's nothing like or maybe they didn't play the whole episode. I'm not really oh, sure. Oh, maybe that's true. Because there is um, the part where they walk down the aisle. Um, and then there is the part later. Ben's in like a chariot of fire. Yeah. And, and oh, and that's I it. Hate and then that Ross, um, Ross walks Susan down. Sorry, walks Carol down the aisle in the end because her parents mm-hmm. don't, which is really sweet and lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then at the reception, um, Ross is sitting there eating and... Susan comes up to him and is like, hey, for some reason I thought that she was shouting again. But then when I watched back, I was like, oh, I no. was what's so funny is I was waiting for her to shout. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she, she didn't like, shout at all. Yeah. She's speaking normally. Put on her. She realized she's mic'd up. Um, and yeah, so she was <laughs> like, hey, it was a really sweet thing. Do you want to dance? And then, yeah, they, so they sit there and have like a really that's a sweet scene. I do kind of feel like they mm-hmm. go back to like cat fighting later on though right because or carol and susan is this one we're saying they're like never in it again they're in it again but not as much but at least till the end of this episode they're like on nice sweet terms yeah I thought it always makes really me tear cute. up a little bit when they start to dance it's like really sweet oh does it 
Yeah. Well, I cried everything, so this you know, doesn't take much. <laughs> True. Yeah, it is really sweet. Um, and so that's kind of a lovely little feel-good moment. And It is. Um, and then, yeah, I guess just Joey and Chandler being annoying and trying to hit mm-hmm. on women. I, I have one more fact. Oh, my gosh. Go on, please. It may or may not be fun. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, so you know the officiant that marries them? Yes. Um, her name is Candace Gingrich. Okay. A.K.A. former Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich's half-sibling. That is a fact. <laughs> it is. But Newt Gingrich, I think, is, like, insanely conservative. conservative right. And she is insanely not conservative. <laughs> and so um, she was very outspoken for uh, gay rights, like, from the beginning. I almost... And... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, that's it. I wonder if that's part of the reason why, because I was going to say, in the ceremony, there is that part where she's like, nothing makes God happier when any two people come together mm-hmm. in love. And it's like, all right, a bit heavy-handed. But I wonder if, yeah. like, because it is quite, I mean, I could see how that's a bit of a, not a political statement, but do you know what I mean? Like, the fact that that is mm-hmm. kind of a partisan issue or, like, a conservative, non-conservative issue, um, or mm-hmm. historically has been. I wonder if part of it was, like, was Newt Gingrich in office at the time? Uh, he, well, it says he was, he was in the House of Representatives from 95 to 99, so yes. So yes, okay, so I could see why they were, like, this is almost like a public slight at Newt Gingrich or at it, the Republicans it was, or whatever. I, yeah, and I think part of it was because, if I remember correctly, because I learned that in the when the, from that book I read, Yeah, I think they were trying to almost put little Easter eggs in because they, like, wouldn't let them kiss on TV right. or, like, a few other things that they wanted to do. Because if you think about it, this episode has way more mini plot lines than any other episode. Like, normally it's, like, three plot lines – and this one had four or five. Yeah, it does. So we have Joey, we have Mrs. Edelman, we have Monica, Monica Rachel's mom, Rachel's mom. Yeah, there, there are kind of a lot of separate things. Smell the far acting. Yeah. Um, so I think they were trying to fill the episode up, but still make it about that, but without it being like all about gay all marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and the woman that hits on Phoebe, I think she might have been an actress or comedian too but i don't remember i don't know her name it's leah dunham no i'm just kidding it's but it's something leah dunham okay that's what i thought (laughs) um it's something that's what i thought it's leah delaria and i don't know who that is but she is credited on ib id i m d b and i m d b oh i think she's been in some other stuff too yeah, I think she. Oh, she was in Orange Is the New Black for a little while. Oh, yeah. I never okay. Watched that. Neither. She was in One Life to Live. Speaking of, um, soap operas. Oh yeah, she's a stand-up comedian too. And First Wives Club, and okay, yeah. So um, she's in First Wives Club. Yeah, I love that movie. Oh, but she's like as somebody's fan, so maybe she just has a cameo in oh. it. Oh, um, but as herself. So yeah, so she was just a known figure figure of the time. Um, but, mm-hmm. oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, it. Di- I mean, it did feel, I guess, I guess at the time it was a political statement. And if this was, like, back mm-hmm. before any prominent TV figures were out, really, mm-hmm. 
Hmm. On a whole year yeah. before Ellen came out. So interesting. Well, yeah. Um, like, yeah, yeah you, you said the point that there was a bunch of different things, like a bunch of different plot lines, and I think we've covered all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot in this one. It's a good episode. Um, I like this one. Me too. I think it's got, it's got, like, it's sweet and it's funny. Yeah. So. I agree. I like it. I like it. Um, that's it for season two. I always want to say season one. Gotta get over that. We're almost halfway done with season one. We are almost, next week we're going to be halfway through season two. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. This is flying by, guys. Okay, so next week is season two, episode 12, the one after the Super Bowl. And it's another (gasps) two-parter. So we'll do them at the same time. Yeah. So we'll do season two, episode 12, and episode 13, the one after the Super Bowl, parts one and two. We'll do those together. Which also, I think, was the most viewed episode of Friends until, like, the finale. Was it called that because it actually actually aired after the Super Bowl? They played it right after the Super Bowl. Oh, but more on that next time, guys. More on that fun fact and on other facts that are Stay fun. Stay tuned for more fun facts. Playing it fast and loose with the word fun. <laughs> may or may not. Tune in next time for more fun than you ever could imagine. More facts about Newt Gingrich than you knew we had. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, hey, we're going to let you go for now. Season 2, episode 12, next week. This has been episode 11, The, the Lesbian Wedding. And signing off, I'm Ashley. I'm Renee. See you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.